football on off the ball with Sky all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports what a day at the Etihad Stadium Manchester City 6 Manchester United 3 in the derby I see Erling Haaland just uh, walking down behind us on the pitch Brian Kerr have you ever seen anything like him? Um, I've seen a lot of centre forwards in my time I don't think I've seen anybody as consistent as Erling Haaland has been at the start of this season um, you know he's a bit of a phenomenon you think he's only 22 years of age and he's now at 103 goals in 100 club games at fairly top level not, not always Premier League level obviously I mentioned earlier some of the clubs Molden, Norway, Salzburg uh, the Austrian League uh, moving on to Dortmund and he's come here probably the biggest challenger all, of all and he's just been just been sensational start I mean it's it's amazing stuff what has he got you just watched him for 90 minutes out there what has he got well I think it's obviously obvious his physical attributes first of all he's about 6 foot 4 6 foot 5 and probably about 14 stone but as well as that he moves very quickly he's walked very hard I think lately on his right right side, on on making his his right side and his finishing on his right foot as strong as his left foot, he's very powerful in the air. He's come from a, a, a part of the game where heading is obviously considered a good part of centre forward skill, uh, which has added something to Manchester City that they haven't had previously. Going back to say the Aguero days it wasn't about his heading ability or Jesus as a centre forward or Sterling so he's added that so these, these physical attributes but apart from that his movement his control his touch his power you've just watched him in the flesh for 90 minutes was there anything that surprised you about him? Um, not really I mean I've seen a fair bit of him playing international football already with Norway where he's playing with very limited players uh, compared to some of the teams are playing against with Norway so in that situation you see where the fella has heart and he's a desire and whether he's prepared to put up with bad passes and make them into good passes by, by the honesty of his effort and graft and often at Dortmund they were outplayed in some of the Champions League games we saw him in as well but he always played with great spirit and looked like he he might pull it out of the bag for the team, even though the rest of the, 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 his teammates at times weren't capable of staying with the opposition. So no, there wasn't really anything about him that surprised me today. I always thought he, he he was a smashing player, but just seeing it live in the in the cauldron of the of this game of the I'm derby sorry, I'm match. I'm laughing because some young lad has just uh, wandered onto the pitch. Is uh now running the length of the pitch he just uh, ran onto the pitch to get a selfie with Erling Haaland which he managed Haaland wasn't too impressed with him uh, getting a touch on him the security staff are coming slowly oh he's gone he's gone oh is he going to make it is he going to make it this is the best this is the best stuff we've seen all day oh Wood Stewart has he got the move oh he's given up he's going one way he's, oh, he's getting surrounded 
No, he's put his hands up. He's given in. He has a gun, he's all right. He tried his best. Listen, he got a selfie. He, he, he's the given in. The biggest punishment you could give him is forcing him to delete his selfie with uh, Erling Haaland. Yeah, I mean, what did they do? What did they do now? Is he, he get thrown out? Does he get banned for a couple of years? Take a, se- I mean, take a season ticket off him. But anyway, going back to the, the Haaland one. So, I don't see any obvious weakness in this game. He's powerful, strong. So, when his, uh, his contribution, when they hadn't got the ball today, was interesting. It didn't surprise me because I, I, I've seen that with him with Dortmund, uh, um, an urgency to go back and help that, the team that, retrieve that the, the ball. That, having obviously watched a lot of him over the last few weeks and seen him over recent years, like this thing of the amount of touches he has of the ball and people almost assuming oh, he just falls asleep for the majority of the game and comes alive when the ball's in the box. Like he was getting back very early in the game, winning ball inside his own half. Good touches around the centre circle area. It was often little links with, with the centre midfield players, with Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, Foden coming out. It was, it was, and sometimes it was about retrieving the ball. There was one time he chased one down over in the right-hand corner in the first half where the ball broke out and it looked like Manchester United might be able to set up a, some sort of an attacker count. But he, he burst the gut to get over there and get involved. So, you know, there was no weakness to his game today, but the whole team were, were, were spectacularly good, I have to say. Today, Nathan. You uh, you remember watching Dixie Dean, don't you? Ah, Jesus, no. Ah, no, 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 no. But I I always admire his photograph when I go to Sligo Rovers and see the uh, see the the little shrine to him at the back of the stand in 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 the showgrounds. So I'm aware of Dixie Dean, but no, I didn't see him. But he is scoring on the scale of Dixie Dean, I suppose, at the moment. All sorts going on around us now. We, we've now we didn't ask for Erling Haaland selfie, so we've been uh, surrounded. We let all these people pass if they want to come past as well. Oh, they're going back again. This is a uh, this is enough. This is the most eventful post-match video we've had in a long time. <laughs> uh, like at the start of the season, I said this guy's going to get 30 goals. Now you're looking at it with what 14 goals in eight games, three consecutive hat tricks here at the Etihad. Are we looking at the first 40 goal a season Premier League striker if he stays fit? Yes, uh, will he? Would, would he be the first? I don't know. Probably in the Premier League era. But going back, I'm just wondering whether the likes of um, the likes of Graves or Law hit those sort of numbers. Maybe, maybe not. But um, I, I, I think we're looking at someone scoring at the rate that we haven't seen, seen before, in, yeah. in in the modern era of football. It's exceptional stuff. It's fair to say this wasn't a, a one-man performance by any stretch of the imagination. Phil Foden's also only 22, and he is the man for the big occasion. You think of the games against Liverpool in recent seasons, he has always stood up in those matches, got his hat-trick today. He's passed 50 City goals at only 22. And Jack Grealish, he was actually the one, before they got that goal, very early, who really set the tempo. And him drawing that foul out of Dallow, getting that yellow card gave that game probably a different edge because United from then on it felt like they were on edge yeah I think that that, that set a tone for the game that the acceleration that Grealish showed he picked up the ball close to halfway line and his first touch he knocked it well behind Dallow and he was away on his bike it looked like he was going to stride past him and that often ends up in the goal when City get into that position where they get beaten the wide player it's usually a cut back and very often it's a Haaland or Foden type finish we did eventually see that the match Dallow 
took the foul in the very first minute of the game or he went for the foul takes a yellow card and United were under pressure from the off and I mean it was no surprise when the goal came I don't know many minutes in was it seven seven minutes in on the, yeah, on the first minutes, goal yeah. but they were getting battered before that I mean there was that, that, that kind of spell where there was three balls kind of blocked close to Manchester United goal and it looked inevitable the goal and they were on the back foot from the off Manchester United now, I don't think it was an attitude thing I think it was Manchester City just come out uh, with the confidence and ability they have and they blew Manchester United away because of ability desire and ability as well and it's week in week out they can do this stuff they rarely have a day where you say they're not at it today they were certainly at it today like I've only mentioned the front three there like Bernardo Silva for any other team is is <laughs> the best player on the pitch uh, when I'm talking about desire I'm probably really talking about De Bruyne at times in that first half who is so strong in possession of the ball who got back won it and the intent that he shows to drive forward again and again and then the quality of his passing Nathan you know something we never mentioned today was the fact that they all played international football during the week or we mentioned it very very little on on particular players but these guys were all away playing matches you know would have only got back uh, probably late Wednesday or some stage on Wednesday probably trying Thursday a little bit on Friday would have been recovery stuff initially with the so it wouldn't have been a huge amount of time to do those tactical training sessions Manchester United looked like that I have to say in comparison but you're right I mean I love I love Kevin De Bruyne I probably admire Bernardo Silva a bit more because he's had to wait to be a bit of a glory boy in this team in this club with, where David Silva was the main man Aguero was considered so highly Bernardo Silva just season after season turns around the delicacy of touch he's, and he's such a slight looking lad as well you think um, will there be too much power in the game for him will he get brushed but, but no not at all he runs the show with De Bruyne Gundogan excellent discussed it with Joe before the match how will how will how will they be? Will they be will they be how will they be affected by Rodri? But it didn't matter today because they were just they were so good. I think the balance they had, even without Rodri, was much better than Manchester United's balance in the middle. The balance wasn't quite right with uh, Christian Eriksen and um, McTominay at least had one defensive player they needed another defensive toy player in there I think if Hanag had his time again he would say maybe I should have played Casemiro from the start I mean you think of his role in Real Madrid in the last couple of seasons where in big games they often sit, absorb pressure and use the pace of Vinicius Junior Benzema on the counter-attack and score goals and win the game as they did in the Champions League final without much of the ball that might have been the type of recipe Manchester United should have had today Anthony and uh, Sancho not enough defensively from them the full backs were exposed but they were exposed by the brilliance of the opposition who were missing a few players were the key players I think Rodri is a key player centre halves don't matter so much when they're so much in control of the game I like the look of Akanji I, I said it during commentary always admired him at, as a player sometimes he did get exposed a bit at Dortmund at times but in general I look, he looks like you saw him today. It was it was a can. He played at a canter. No bother to him. Aki very very good as well. Full backs Walker went off with Cancelo. We didn't see so much of him having to go in to do the overload in the middle field. They were able to do it with the others anyway. Just uh, overall performance is just superb. Football on off the ball with Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. 
So Jake White was on some next level weirdness back in 2006 because <laughs> also at that point uh, Francois Stein had only started um, six matches for, for the Sharks at that point, all of which were at 10. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports uh, They're second in the league still They're a point behind Arsenal They're ten points clear of Liverpool now Nobody's going to be able to keep pace with that I, I would think not I mean, uh, you, you, from a football point of view and from an interest point of view, you would hope that we'd have a title race like we had last season where it went to the very last day and we were here wondering had we gone to the wrong venue about where the trophy might be getting presented at one stage when Villa were winning 2-0. But, you know, you're looking at Liverpool last year going to the, to the last day of the final Champions League and the last day of the league here chasing the title and they won the two Cups and you're going this year, can they go again? It just looks like they can't go again at the moment. It's going to be very hard because Manchester City dropped so few points. They've dropped four points this season already, the draw with Villa, the draw with Newcastle. And that's a, it kind of gives everyone a bit of hope. Well, maybe they'll lose a couple of games along the way early on, but it's not looking that way, is it? Arsenal, great yesterday winning at Spurs, just a one defeat to Manchester United so far, looking much stronger than ever before. Liverpool obviously off at this stage struggling to win games um, is there anyone else Chelsea in a state of transition I think is, is how you'd phrase it not, not been um, consistent enough by any means and we're saying this after 7-8 games it's, uh, it's worrying from the point of view of where is the season going to go to maybe, but, 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 yes Nathan but maybe the, the chink or you'd hope would be with, with the teams having so many games coming up that they might struggle to find the consistency and even Manchester City but you look at the players today and they're missing a few players you, you kind of you'd fear for the rest really on, on today's performance for sure what about Manchester United then uh, second time this season they were 4-0 down at half time in a game after Brentford earlier in the season since then obviously they've had a massive revival they won four games in a row they won three away from home and everyone sort of thought this was set up for a a, maybe a Solskjaer-esque counter-attacking performance against Manchester City but they never got to the pace of the game No, I, I think I, I said early on that the manager was coming in was finding his way He obviously quite an experienced manager but he was only learning about the Premier League as a manager he would have watched plenty of it on the television over the years and probably visited games but it's a different situation when you, you're involved in the team and you're up against the opposition week to week basis and the, I, I, like those experiments early on with playing Stephen, uh, sorry, Christian Eriksen off the front as false nine and then playing them, you know, as a holding player in midfield with Fred and they didn't work early on. A few other things he did, uh, the Maguire partnership with Martinez early on, that wasn't working out either, Luke Shaw. So he, he, he was learning as he went along and hearing, probably talking with his staff and analysing games and he's made changes in it. But I think he probably fell into a little bit of a comfort that okay we're okay we've just beaten Arsenal who are going quite well we've played very well we've won 3-1 had a bit of bell with us we're well in the game always but the, the, the front players Rashford back at his best Sancho looks like he's got a bit back the sort of form he showed at Dortmund Anthony gets a goal and he's he's kind of thinking oh, this could be alright we can almost take Manchester United on but they were blitz from the off today so I, I think 
I said earlier, if he had another look at it, I think he probably would have went for a more defensive uh, type shape. He's probably rarely had to do that in his career at the clubs he's at, particularly the AX thing, where they would have been dominating games all the time. They'd rarely have a day when they'd have to over-respect the opposition to an extent. They'd say, well, we've got to play it a bit tighter today. Yeah, we play on the counter. We won't uh, we concede a bit of ground, but we'll make sure we're not caught short in the vital areas of the pitch. Manchester United today were just so outplayed in every area of the pitch. The midfield was was bedraggled look at the times. The full backs were under pressure. Doubts that people would have had about Dallow were exposed today. He was limited. Manessia, you know, young player coming from the, the Dutch well. league and not, not up to it. So, you know, learning experience, I think, for Manchester United again. And it just, it's a, it's a setback for them. But you know, I don't need. They're not going to be in contention. That's sure for sure. But can they, if they go on, they might get in contention for the top four. All right. Bit of consolation on the scoreboard at the end with a couple of goals. Brian, great stuff as always. Thank you, Nathan. Football on off the ball with Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports.